Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hi Shan, in this podcast I'd like to talk to you about your new Sacred Heart teachings experience. As a transformational coach and self-care enthusiast, you strongly believe that we must remove the barriers that keep us from experiencing joy and compassionate self-care. And I've heard you talk a lot about how we subconsciously build protective walls around our hearts to insulate ourselves from the pain and trauma we feel we once endured. So you've created a beautiful new package, supportive package, called The Sacred Heart Teachings, as a guide to help women open their hearts and heal their past so they can experience more joy. And in your description of this experience, you said that each one of us deserves to understand that beneath our personal stories of pain and discomfort, we can access wholeness, love and compassion, which I thought was a very beautiful promise for the experience of these Sacred Heart Teachings. So I wanted to ask you today, Shan, what inspired you to create the Sacred Heart Teachings? Uh, thank you for interviewing me about the Sacred Heart teachings today. It's interesting to uh, to be on the other side of, of the interview talking about something that I do outside of Anxiety Slayer. And then I realized that Anxiety Slayer has a big part to do with um, the creation of the Sacred Heart teachings, our work together, and um, the my own personal healing process over the years that we've known each other and, and even before then. So I'm glad that we have the opportunity to talk about this. Um, before I met you, Ananga, I was uh, living in the, the corporate world and I was very powerful and very successful and uh, living the, the high life at the time and was pretty unconscious, if, if I'm honest. Um, not, not that I've become some sort of enlightened being now, but certainly I've done quite a bit of work in the last 10 years. And when my daughter was born, I realized that, um, that, that my inner wisdom, that the, the light that, uh, that I share with you now was really tamped out really on the low side of what it could be. And that, what I call the mask of folly I chose to wear at, at the time uh, was that of a success-driven leader, a, a person who really enjoyed being in that position of, of management and being in the world as a, as a professional. But that wasn't doing anything for my personal life. At that time, I was completely in tune with my masculine warrior energy and way out of touch with my femininity. It seemed to me at the time that if I was powerful and veiled and I was insanely private, uh, that I could be safe from judgment. (laughs) Uh, The armor around my heart that uh, I'm grateful to uh, release every day now uh, was... Uh, quite something. I somehow found myself in a place where I was excelling in business, but I really wasn't doing much for my personal life or my own well-being. And having a daughter, having a child really 
helps you see what's important, helps you understand that, oh my, you better get to the bottom of what you're afraid of or you, you better face what might be going on in your own situation so that you can show up as the healthiest version of yourself for your child. So that's kind of long story short, which was still kind of long, <laughs> but um, it, it just coming to that place of understanding that we wear so many masks and we have to, at some point or another, uh, allow ourselves to be seen for the incredible, beautiful, talented, loving people that we really are. Hmm. Thank you. It's interesting, you know, you make the point that, that these, you know, we're talking about what inspired you to create these teachings, and you make the point that there are certain events in our lives that really prompt us to look, to look more deeply, and it's, it's interesting to, to hear your inspiration behind this. So when you say the time for healing is now, what do you mean by that? What I mean by the time for healing is now is that as women especially, we have this knack for putting everyone and everything in front of ourselves. That we are such extraordinary caregivers outside of our own person, outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that what I learned was, even in, in the, the mission to create the Sacred Heart teachings, what was the catalyst? The catalyst was my daughter. The catalyst was, oh my goodness, I need to better care for me in order to better care for her. <laughs> yeah. and, and so, by putting her first, that led down this path that made me realize, oh my goodness, I need to put myself first and teach and inspire women, as many women as possible, to be willing to put themselves at the front of the line, to know that they can heal their past, that they can learn to take better care of their bodies and that to be honest and understand that we can give the most to those we love when we're happy, when we are fulfilled, that we can show up as the best mothers and partners and entrepreneurs when we're nurtured, when we're self-expressed. And in order to get to that place, you have to dig deep and sometimes you have to face some things that, that are a little bit uncomfortable. I didn't even realize that I'd shut down physically, mentally, and spiritually years ago. I was just doing my thing. I was kind of on autopilot. Mm. And what I realized was, wow, I had suppressed so many feelings from a lifetime of issues that, that we all have. We all have our personal stories. And so it was time to to spelunk into my magnificent heart and get some healing and get some work done and, and really show up with compassion for myself so that I could be available to others in a more compassionate way, in a more supportive role. Yeah, a really valuable point. And I always remember the old self-development story where it says if you're in a plane and the oxygen masks come down, then you put yours on first. Even if you're a, a mama with all your kids around you, you put your oxygen mask on first so you can breathe and then you can help them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something that's really stuck with me over the years that I've heard quoted many times. And I think sometimes we confuse self-care with selfish. We think it's self-indulgent when really we're just trying to 
learn to invest in looking after ourselves as well we can so we can relate to those we love and relate to all living beings in the world around us showing up as our best representation of ourselves so it's not mm-hmm. it's not selfish to practice self-care because unless we're looking after ourselves nicely we start exhibiting behaviors which we all see around us when people are stressed the way we relate to each other under stress is not nice and, it, and we spark each other off and each other suffering off so i think it's really a very valid this point you're making that you know sometimes when we become mothers and we become immersed in other situations in our life we do lose sight of ourselves and then we're not helping ourselves and we're not able to help those around us so uh-huh. it's a valuable message so you talk about being ready to dig in and and heal our wounded hearts how do we know when we're ready to do that oh that's a really good question you know you're ready when you can say yes to trading in guilt and shame for self-acceptance you know you're ready when you're not letting loved ones as close as you'd like to let them be Mm. Um, you know you're ready when you want to be able to trust again trust in yourself trust in others Um, it's kind of when you get to that place I talk about this quite a bit in the four stages of transition that that first stage is, is painful. There's a lot of discomfort around this transformation because you're getting to this point of understanding that the way things are right now are no longer acceptable and I'm willing to do what I need to do in order to get to the other side of this and, and to feel better and to show up in a healthier way. And over the years, I've found all kinds of different um, forms and offerings of of what I call sacred healing, uh, from yoga retreats to becoming a yoga instructor, um, learning to dance again, um, making peace with myself Mm. by facing some dark, deep shadow work, and by giving myself permission to know that I'm worth it. I want to show up in, in the most holistic way possible so that I can continue to do my work and in order to do that you have to dig deep and heal your heart so for each person it's probably a little bit different but if you're ready I like to say this if you're ready to put your energy where your joy is then you're ready to heal your heart Hmm. That could go on a greeting card. <laughs> I think it could. <laughs> it might. Maybe, that, maybe, maybe we'll make some. <laughs> that would be cool. That, that's a really nice uh, way of summing up. So if I hear you correctly, you're saying that we know when we're ready to do the work because we're feeling a, a mismatch between where we are and our aspirations. We're, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Having had the privilege of of engaging in this sacred heart teachings experience myself i found the questions that you, you use to to guide women through the experience very thought-provoking at the beginning you state the importance of sitting down and giving yourself time with this and i i know with myself in the past i've with all good intentions bought coaching books and workbooks and you think right i'm gonna sit and i'm, I'm gonna work through this and then i'll start reading and my uh you know, aversion to doing the work will will have kicked in and sort of said, oh, actually, I'll do this later or you should be doing this or that. But what I particularly liked with what you're sharing in the Sacred Heart teachings 
was that I sat down with it at a time when I only had a limited amount of time to spend with it. I wasn't making any big declarations of, right, I'm going to sit with this for X amount of hours or a weekend. But what happened was I found your leading into the experience and the questions you share so engaging and provoking that I actually did sit with it and I sat longer than I'd initially intended because they got me thinking and they got me wanting to put pen to paper and explore deeper. So I I think it's a really wonderful opportunity for for people who really want to go deeper and they're feeling a, a disconnect with how they're living and how they would rather live or how they're feeling and how they would rather rather be. I I can vouch for it being a very engaging experience. It's a very soulful and introspective experience and it's multidimensional. So we've incorporated mind, body and soul together with journaling prompts, with gentle yoga classes, with guided relaxations and poetry and a program that provides a safe space for the reader to dig deep and then gently resurface. So I invite anybody who is drawn to the Sacred Heart teachings to to really think about this as a, a very sacred ritual. I offer grounding exercises before you begin and um, invite you to make the most of the time that you do a lot to the work that you're doing. And, and there are no rules here. That, that's the beautiful thing. You can move through this experience in a day, in a weekend, over a longer period of time. But uh, it's, uh, it's just one of those things that we deserve to take care of ourselves in a way that nourishes us, mind, body, and soul. And that is the embodiment of the Sacred Heart teachings. Wonderful. I definitely found it to be a very immersive experience, something that really does draw you into to thinking carefully and, and going deeper. Could you tell our listeners where they can find out more? How can they learn more about the Sacred Heart teachings? Well, I think the best thing to do would be to invite our listeners to come back to anxietyslayer.com and then we'll have information there about an upcoming teleclass that I'm going to be a part of. It's actually a telecall. It's the, the premiere of the Sacred Heart teachings where I'll share a preview of the program hosted by Linda Joy, who is the publisher for Aspire magazine. She has invited me to come and talk about the Sacred Heart teachings on February 26th. And so I'm hoping that every woman who's listening to this interview will join us for that sacred telecall on the 26th. And you can learn more about all the details at anxietyslayer.com. And because Anxiety Slayer is supporting the Sacred Heart teachings, um, we are offering uh, a free body scan guided relaxation from our album for anybody who registers for the Sacred Telecall. And thank you for uh, agreeing to do that, Ananga. That's uh, that's my pleasure. Very very supportive. Thank you very much for for sharing with us. You're welcome. Thank you for making time to to talk about this. I'm extraordinarily excited to to share this new program with the world it's wonderful so just to remind everyone to visit anxietyslayer.com where you can find details about the free call with linda joy from aspire magazine and shan on the 26th of february and all the details are on the website